Hello, you're listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. I'm Amber and I'm joined by Stephanie and Rachel. How are my favorite Ohio friends? Doing good. Is it getting any cooler up there? Yeah. Like really cool actually. Um windows open at night. Yeah, I'm starting to think about a pumpkin patch. So it's feeling a little bit more like fall. I'm actually enjoying some hot chocolate while we record. So I'm even getting cozy down here in Georgia. <laughs> You're forcing I was, it. <laughs> I was just commenting how dark it is. It used to be light when we would record, uh, but now it's dark. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. yeah. All how right. are you doing, Amber? Oh, I'm doing good. Um, getting ready for a quick little trip down to the parks this weekend. Um, so we're recording this on Tuesday night and we're going to leave Friday. But just a quick little girls trip. I'm taking my daughter and my aunt is coming with me. And the mm-hmm. main reason we're going is to say so long to happily ever after because I wanted Aww. to catch it one more time before enchantment comes out. So Aww, be a fun, be quick fun. little trip. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. So this week, we're going to talk about what to do on a Disney break day, because many families will intentionally schedule a break day in the middle of their trip, just to give their kids a little rest from the parks and explore other things that Disney has to offer. You might also do some of these things on your check-in day, because a lot of people don't purchase park tickets for their arrival day, maybe because they're getting there later in the afternoon. They don't want to waste, you know, a day's worth of tickets just for a few hours. So we're going to do this roundtable style. We'll each talk about one break day activity and just go around till we're out of ideas. Sound good? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. All right, Rachel, you want to start us off? Sure. So I'm going to go with a super obvious one, and that is Disney Springs. I like Disney Springs because there really is a ton to do. And depending on what you like, you can probably find something there. So some things that you could look for at Disney Springs to fill your break day would be, there's a virtual reality um, venue there. I've never personally done it, but I've heard really cool things about it. Have either of you done it before? I have not. No. No. I feel like we're going to at some point, but we haven't quite gotten there yet. Maybe when my kids are a bit older. Um, there's also a really cool photo pass location there where you can go in and if you've purchased the photo pass, they have different backdrops and they'll do different scenes and different magic shots there. So it's paid for if you've already bought photo pass memory maker. So that's a fun thing to do. There is a bowling alley. There are amphibic cars, which are the cars that float on the water. And one of my friends actually just did that for her and her husband's anniversary. And they said it was a blast. So I guess that comes highly recommended. There's a movie theater. There's a hot air balloon that you can ride. Of course, there's a ton of shopping, dining, dessert locations, people watching, sidewalk musicians, and, you know, a lot more, especially if there's like a holiday, you've got the Christmas tree trail that's free. Mm -hmm. So there's a ton to do. Amber, Stephanie, what's your favorite Disney Springs activity? So last time we were there, I went to the Coca-Cola store for the first time. Um, Have y'all ever been there? Not the new one. Yeah. It was the first time for me. It was really impressive. It's like three or four stories. And 
I don't know if listeners, if this is common knowledge. So here's a tip. There is a, like a rooftop bar on top of it. So if you go like to the exit door, there's like a ramp that spirals up and around the building. And there's a fun little rooftop bar there at the top. When we went, it was on the crowded side and we had our two kids with us, but I've heard right now the parks are really empty. Um, so maybe Disney Springs is on the empty side too. So maybe this would be a better time to get up there and check it out. And they have all the different colas you can try, right? That's the whole gist of it. I'm not sure. They may, uh, we have the um, World of Coke here in Atlanta. And at the end of that museum tour, like that's a whole museum dedicated to Coke. You learn all about the founder and all the history. Um, they have Coke you can try at the end of that one. I'm not sure if they do it the one at Disney Springs or not. So I if have anyone knows. seen a Tim Tracker video that they do, just like they had at Club Cool at Epcot. Mm. But I think that was kind of a self-serve thing. And I don't know if they're doing that with the restrictions mm -hmm. right now. Good point. Because I know everybody mm -hmm. was excited to, you know, try and disgust the Beverly again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, apparently we like to torture ourselves. Give it to your unsuspecting friends who've never been. Your first timers. Oh, so, or make it your child's first taste of soda so they don't <laughs> want it for several more years. I go. mean, I've never, I've never had it and I've been many times. So maybe I'm just a holdout. <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty bad. Um, yeah, I, it tasted kind of like, I don't know, like stale soda water, if that can be a thing. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie, what do you like at Disney Springs? I, I like shopping. Um, really like going to the Lego store and seeing our old favorites of like the giant builds that they have seeing what new ones are there since the last time we've gone uh world of Disney um I'm not even sure if it's still there but I really loved that trendy store it is, um, it is. yeah I love that place mm -hmm. uh, because I I like I like the clothes that are a little more subtle in the like Disney mm -hmm. characters and they have a lot of really neat stuff there and the sidewalk musicians are my favorite and performers um we've been when there was a zombie drum line that was around Halloween time that was a lot of fun mm -hmm. um we've seen some of the living statues where at first you think that it's just a statue and then they move um so we sat and watched one of those for a while so basically the free entertainment is what I like <laughs> those statues are fun to freak out your kids too mm -hmm. here stand yeah. here Johnny <laughs> yeah that's kind of the beauty of Disney Springs like you can spend you know a decent amount of money there or you can spend very little because there are so many things going on that you can kind of just check out well and they have that little stage there um by the water kind of over by where World of Disney and um T-Rex are and there's mm -hmm. a margarita stand right there <laughs> so you can grab a margarita, watch, you know, whoever's performing, whether it's a band or whatever. So that's a good little tidbit. Yeah. yeah. Say hello to my friend, Debbie, when you're at that margarita stand. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. All right, Stephanie, what's your favorite break day activity? 
So my family, we really like doing some of the resort activities that are offered throughout the day. Um, so I was just actually looking for this online and there's not really a place that you can find it online. Um, but in the lobby of each resort, you'll find a schedule of the activities available for that week. And I do believe they can give you a printed out copy as well. Um, so several of the nights um, of the week, they'll have a movie that you can watch under the stars. Um, they usually bring out like a really big inflatable um, screen uh, with a projector. Um, they usually have a tie-dye station. And so at our last visit, I made a tie-dyed mask because hashtag 2020. And <laughs> my son made a shirt. And these are just, it's really unique souvenirs because it's something you make yourself and you know, it's not going to be like anything anyone else has. Um, so Can I really you see my shirt? Can you see this? I can. Did you make that? I made this at the pool. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> You'll have to snap a picture. We can put it on social. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so there's always poolside games and dance parties going on, trivia. Some of the resorts have a hair wrap and face painting section. Um, so one year, my son brought his Spider-Man costume for the Halloween party. And we actually went down and had his face painted. Um, cause, mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that we always recommend to clients for the Halloween parties don't go to the park that day. Use that as your break day. Get in on the earlier side of when your, you know, Halloween ticket is. Then you have up until it used to be midnight. Hopefully it will again one day. Um, but that's one of the days that we'll just kind of hang out at the resort, hang out by the pool. And it was really cool because they painted his face to look like Spider-Man. So he didn't have to wear the mask. Mm -hmm. um, and then one of our favorite activities, I know I've talked about it before, it's the drawing class at Art of Animation. They have it in the lobby um, over to the left of the uh, resort check-in desks and concierge. And it's just a really neat way to spend half an hour learning how to draw a character. They guide you through step-by-step. Step. It's a lot of fun. Is that like the one that used to be at Hollywood Studios? I don't know. Class. Okay. There used to be a drawing class there and I did poo one time. So. You drew Winnie the Pooh is what you mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. We, we made this mistake last episode. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> well, when the um, Skyliners break down, they talk about having the poo corner in the. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Weren't they only broken down for like three hours that time but people were still making poo corners yeah but if you haven't been like to the restroom and then you're you're thinking oh, I'll be able to go in 10 minutes at my next stop and then you don't get to your next stop I suppose you gotta give I bet you they now have like pop-up toilets in that emergency kit yeah <laughs> there is an emergency <laughs> kit under the seats listeners if you're ever um in the Skyliner you can kind of see them peeking out under the bench seats. All right, so one thing that I like doing on a break day is going to the resort pool. So every Disney resort has a pool and the pools at the value resorts have big theming, but no water slides or other features. Um, the pools at the moderate resorts have small to medium sized water slides and then your pools at the deluxe resorts have the largest water slides and other features too, such as splash pads. So of course, my favorite pool on property is Stormalong Bay. That's probably what everyone says. 
um, and that's the pool that Beach and Yacht Club share. And it actually has the tallest water slide at any of the resorts and a sand bottom lazy river. So that's really fun. And I think the deluxe pools also usually have like snack bars where you can buy light snacks, sandwiches, and drinks. So ladies, do y'all have a favorite Disney pool? I know that Storm Along Bay is always like the go-to answer, but is there maybe one at a, another um, resort or maybe even like at a moderate that you really like? I really like the Art of Animation pool, the big blue pool. Um, the theming there is just completely on point to the to the point that the outside walls of the surrounding um, buildings fits right in with the theming. You've got Crush going down the side of the one um, building. And, you know, the big draw for this pool is that you put your ears underwater and you can, you know, there's music playing through the water. And when I first heard that, I thought, okay, that's gonna, that sounds kind of lame. That can't possibly be any good. It's really, really neat. Mm -hmm. So you and can it's hear a, it clearly. Yeah, um, I have not been to the beach club pool, but I'm staying there in December. So I'll report back. <laughs> Do you think you'll awesome. swim in December? Maybe, depending on- I'm from Ohio. So yeah, probably, <laughs> um, but even just walking around for a few minutes, maybe. Do the polar bear plunge. All right. I think my second favorite pool on property is the one at Jumbo House. That's, I think, the Uzima or Uzima, however you mm -hmm. say that. Um, I think it's second largest size wise to the Big Blue Pool. And it's right by the Mara, which is a really good quick service. So it's very convenient to grab some good food. I like the whole vibe at Animal Kingdom because it feels like you're in a totally different place, totally different. Um, location than Orlando. Um, so that's probably my second favorite. I think Animal Kingdom is the only resort that has two like real big pools. Like most resorts will have the big pool and then some smaller quiet pools. Mm -hmm. But Animal Kingdom has the one at Jumbo House, like you said, and it has the pool at Kidani and they're both great. I've been to both of them. Yeah, and they have that really large splash pad that's much bigger than any of the other splash pads that the um, deluxes have. How, Definitely. this is a weird question. How are the blind spots at that splash pad? Because with the Art of Animation splash pad, it's not in a fenced in area and your kid can completely go out the other side and you wouldn't even know that they had left. No, this is enclosed. Okay, it's it's super stressful. Yeah, I really wish they wouldn't close away. it. It's kind of tucked away in the corner. So I felt safe. It's kind of like a long rectangle and they can't really go anywhere beyond, you know, the area of the splash pad itself. So it's I not bad. I don't know if you've seen the one at Art of Animation. Mm -hmm. um, it's just in the middle of the Finding Nemo buildings and they literally could just go out the other side. It, it's basically, you have to like make a pact with all the other parents there that we're going to call out any child that goes running because and you just have to like encircle the splash pad uh the cozy, <laughs> the cozy cone pool at art of animation is really nice oh i like that one that's adorable that's a good one it's generally a little bit more quiet and you, you the cones are cabanas and you don't have to pay money to rent them mm -hmm. so it's first come first serve mm-hmm yeah, we, I grabbed a cabana at Wilderness Lodge with the same situation. It was very nice, very nice. <laughs> All right, ladies, do we have one more, Rachel? 
Yeah, I'll throw one more in here. I'm a fan of mini golf. I know it's everywhere. You know, you can play mini golf in your hometown probably, but the mini golf, um, what are we calling these? Mini golf courses? Yeah, mini golf yeah. courses. I grew up calling it putt-putt. Same, <laughs> okay. actually. Interesting. Well, the mini golf courses at Disney are heavily themed and I think they're really cute and worth visiting on your break day. So there's Fantasia Gardens, which you can easily walk to from the boardwalk area. It's right by, uh, it's kind of past like where Swan and Dolphin is. And then there's also Winter Summerland, which is right next door to Blizzard Beach. And that one's my favorite. And both courses have two um, 18 hole sections that you can play. I'm not a golf person, right? Like, I don't know, 18 hole courses you can play. Um, but the winter Summerland one is adorable. It's themed like Christmas in summer or Christmas in winter. And there's a lot of like fun and interactive stuff that happens. It snows there. So I just think that one's really cute and kids and adults will get a kick out of it. You know how Fantasia Gardens has like the wacky, like putting greens, like they'll be like on a very tall hill does winter summerland have the same setup or is it more like typical like you're maybe have a windmill it's not as wacky but there's some fun stuff that happens like you mm. know at one um one hole when you get the ball in it snows on you or in another hole like an elf pops out of a present when you get the hole the ball in the hole so there's more like <laughs> stuff that happens rather than the course itself being tricky got it that's cute. I'm actually looking at a couple days before our spring break cruise and I'm thinking we may not go to the parks at all. And I'm going to add the mini golf to the list because that sounds like a lot of fun. Well, and I think now I'm pretty sure they're still doing this. If you stay at a deluxe, you get the mini golf as part of your stay, or at least we did the past couple times we did, we got free mini golf tickets. I think I have- it comes with the package, not the resort. Oh, is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, because okay. I've got, we, we've always had it. We've just never used it. Yeah, it's on that magical extras card. If you, mm-hmm. um, it used to come with your magic bands, but now that they're not shipping magic bands automatically. You, yeah. you, you got to get it at the front desk. That's what okay. we did. Yeah. Okay. All right, Stephanie, do you have one more? Yeah, Um. the water parks are a great way to, spend your day, um, your break day. And I know it sounds like a lot of activity. Um, it, you know, a lot of people consider them the, you know, fifth and sixth parks. They're not as wild and crazy as the parks themselves. It's basically whatever you make of it. Um, both of them have tons of different slides. Uh, the blizzard beach slide is on my never ever list. Um, (laughs) but for people who like that kind of slide, you know, they're just running back and forth to it all day long. Um, but there's lazy rivers. Typhoon Lagoon has the wave pool. It's an actual wave pool that they used to do and maybe have started up doing again, but they do surfing lessons. So when the alarm goes off, that the wave pool is about to start, be prepared, watch small children, maybe mm-hmm. pick, not just hold their hand, but pick them up and hold onto them. Um, make sure that you've got a wide stance because it will blow you over as well. Roll you over, I guess. Um, 
I really liked the Lazy River at Typhoon Lagoon. They also have dedicated sections for the smaller kids who are not quite big enough for the water slides. And then they have lots of different um, family style rides. Um, Misadventure Falls at Typhoon Lagoon is a really neat one that the whole family can ride on. Or maybe it's like a 32-inch height requirement. But that one's cute and it's a lot of fun. Rachel, you've been before right i've been to blizzard beach and i really liked it i mean i'm not a huge water park person but the rest of my family is but i think they're really enjoyable and again like there's something for thrill seekers and then there's something for people that just want to be on a lazy river you know (laughs) the entire time we went to the other one so i've been to typhoon lagoon it was on a dvc like member appreciation night so it was at nighttime um, mm. which was interesting doing like all the slides in my little girl, she was probably like two or three at the time. So I was just watching her like a hawk to make sure she didn't get away from me. But um, we are annual pass holders. I think you are too, Rachel. Um, and so I think this year we're thinking about adding on the water park feature because you could add those on for just $99 to your AP. So I think we're going to do that. Deal. I say you only have to go once, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can also get turkey legs at each park. If oh, that's well, there one you of go. The <laughs> if that's one, now listen, that is a driving point for me. <laughs> um, uh, okay. <laughs> now, one thing that is worth mentioning with the water parks, when you add it on to your park hopper and more, say you have four days worth of tickets and then you have the park hopper and more, you have four days worth of getting into the water parks, like four extra days, um, which was, yeah. I, I had not realized that. And it, it makes sense because if you're spending four days in the water parks or in the re- you know, regular parks, those are days that you're not going to be in the water park. So um, just something I know I, I've had a lot of people say, well, how many days can we get in? So mm-hmm. it's a one for one. Yeah, and that's the good thing about having your travel agent too, because most um, families going to Disney just probably won't think about those small details. So having a travel agent remind you of those things can really help a lot. Not so subtle plug. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I have one more thing to do on a break day. Now, I don't know if you guys are aware, but Orlando has other attractions besides Disney. I mean, so, I've heard the rumors. Little known, yeah, little known fact there. So I'm looking forward to next year trying out Discovery Co. Um, this is a, I guess, a sister part of SeaWorld, but it's an all-inclusive type day. So it includes all your food, your drinks, your beverages, even alcoholic beverages for for one price. And you get to get up close with animals and interact and Everything I've seen looks wonderful. Every person that I've talked to that does it raves about it. So I'm looking forward to trying that. Um, I've also looked at, I haven't been to, but I've looked at, there's a Crayola factory in Orlando and I thought this could be a good rainy day activity if you didn't want to get out into the parks. I also love going to Disney's Character Warehouse. There's a couple of them in the Orlando area. So these are basically discount stores. um, What's the word? Outlet. Close out. (laughs) 
okay. thank you, yeah, outlets, that they have merchandise that did not sell in the parks that is sometimes deeply discounted, like we're talking 70, 75% off in the character warehouse. I've only been to the one at Vinland. Um, and for the past couple of times that I've been, um, for social distancing reasons, they're only letting a certain number of people in the store at once. And so there's usually a wait list. Um, so the wait list when I last time was like an hour and I was like, mm, no thanks. So that might be something to check out. Um, but if you want to, if you don't want to wait, you might want to call ahead and just ask, are they currently doing the wait list still? Um, some people like to visit the dark side for a day to go visit <laughs> Harry and Ron and all their friends. Um, that's fun, especially if you're a big Harry Potter fan. Um, but I will say that's not the most cost-effective option because as we know, a one-day ticket, um, ain't cheap. I think it may be even more expensive than a one-day ticket at Disney. Um, and also that would not be very restful. So if we're talking about taking a rest day, going to Universal is not gonna be the most restful, but it is an option. I have people who do it. Um, they wanna see all the Harry Potter stuff, so they enjoy it. So that's an option too. Do Universal as a separate trip. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, that's if all. You, if you really wanna fully enjoy it, yeah. For sure. We're actually doing that in June for my son's birthday. So, yeah. Aww. Cool. Do you ladies have any other Orlando area things that are like not Disney, but you like to do with your family? I'll give a hot tip. If you, I know we've talked about Gideon's a bunch on this um, podcast, but if you don't want to wait in the line at Gideon's or you don't want to deal with all that, there is a second location in Winter Park that has almost no wait, and it's the same stuff. So if you have a rental car, Winter Park is actually really cute. There's a lot of like independent kind of shops and restaurants and things. It's a, it's a fun little morning to go walk around there. I'll say the same thing about Celebration. Have any of you, either of you been there? It's a neighborhood, maybe 10 minutes from Disney property. And I think a lot of... Um, maybe hire Disney execs, um, some very well-known Disney podcasters um, live in celebration. And it's, you kind of look like, you feel like you're stepping back in time. It's like very white picket fence and mm -hmm. perfect little house. Um, they also have some independent cool shops that you can go in and some restaurants. So we went, I think, to the Celebration Tavern one night. That was fun. But you definitely would probably want to have a car if you're doing. Yeah. We never oh. rent a car. Um, and the only time that we did drive down there was during the pandemic. Um, so we've actually not been to any of the outside stuff. Yeah. Hey, I, I thought of some cute things I actually did want to try that I haven't done before. Um, and they're at Fort Wilderness. They have archery that you can mm -hmm. do there. And then they also have horseback riding. And every time we go down there, I think about booking that, but they're offered at very limited times. Like I think horseback riding is offered on like Wednesdays at 11 and two or something really arbitrary like that. But if you're in just trying to find something different, they have some fun activities there. Yeah. Also taking a boat out on Seven Seas Lagoon. You can mm -hmm. rent a boat, 
and either like rent it at the fireworks time to watch the fireworks. I don't recommend that just because, especially if you have not seen the fireworks from Main Street, you will miss all the projections if you're on a boat. So I would recommend doing that during the day, but to each their own, some people want to watch the fireworks from the water. All right, so I think that wraps up our break day activities. Um, instead of trivia this week, we have a fun fact. And I told Stephanie and Rachel before we started recording that this will be kind of like their own little trivia question. And I told them it was going to be about Pirates of the Caribbean. So ladies, do you know what the cast members at the Pirates of the Caribbean say every night as they're leaving? Is it good night, George? Yay, Stephanie got it. <laughs> <laughs> so supposedly there is a ghost that haunts Pirates of the Caribbean. His name is George. And every night as the cast members are closing up shop, they tell George good night. All right, okay, where guys, I heard that. Do you say Pirates of the Caribbean or Pirates of the Caribbean? It is. Um, what's what's the resort that I saw a meme about this? It, I sent it to Caribbean you Beach Resort. It was and the Pirates guy from of the Caribbean. That's right. Yes. <laughs> it was uh, Sean Bean's character from Lord of the Rings, where, like, the, I think the line in the movie is, one does not simply walk into Mordor or whatever. Um, but it was, yeah, one does not pronounce these two the same. And it was Pirates mm -hmm. of the Caribbean and Caribbean Beach Resort. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And we all agree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the yep. funny thing. All right, guys, so thank you for listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. We're happy to be your one-stop shop for talking tips for Disney, Universal, and beyond. Please join us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. Amber, Rachel, and Stephanie are travel professionals with Main Street and More Travel, a no-fee Disney earmarked agency. Please reach out to us on Facebook for a free quote. Please rate, review, and tell all your friends, and we'll see you real soon. Bye, ladies. Bye. Bye-bye.